to and that's on what the podcast with your host alicia waje aka queen of the dark skin baddies and i have here my friend avana green i am her bestie she is the queen she is the slayer she is the guru (laughs) thank you thank you we met when she was first getting me slayed with my hair getting me slayed with the makeup yes she literally (laughs) is a queen of all different areas. <laughs> thank I you, haven't thank seen you. an area that you didn't prevail in. Thank you. You know, I just don't fly. That's makeup. all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you're working on it, though. Thank you. You, you know, I just take flight classes every day. I'm just playing. Like, rocket ship at this point. Yeah, like, so a lot of people I, don't I'm know. <laughs> no, a lot of people don't know that, like, we met, like, because you were my client first. And it's yes. so funny because not everybody, like, I don't know. I don't have a whole bunch of friends. So I feel like, oh, my friends are my clients. Yeah. But, like, we really, really clicked. And, like, I think. Instantly. Yeah, it's I was like you third, my whole life story. Whole life story. Whole life so story. So I feel like that no one else would have known. Right, you. right. <laughs> and usually, like when hairstylists do your hair, you tell them. You know, it's already that type of setting because it's therapeutic. You feel like you could just say yeah. anything, and that's really how we connected. But I got really deep with you. I have had other hairstylists. <laughs> I felt like I went down to the deepest yeah. depths. To the point, yeah. So no, and to the point where we were, she was like, had a, you know, we, you were crying. I was crying in your arms. <laughs> in my arms. I, was, I literally was like, oh, I'll be I held her like, like a baby. Piddle, piddle, piddle. <laughs> yes. Like, Are you okay? I was like, Yes, and then we like went, yeah, and we went to the back, and we had to literally like get it together. Yeah, but really, one of the most transformative times in my life. Yes, I'm like so that glad. was one of the lowest things that could have ever happened to me because my dad had recently gotten a devastating cancer diagnosis, and they told him that he had 12 months left to live. He had always been healthy his whole life. Um, you know, had never had anything wrong. I'm such a daddy's daddy's girl, and so are all of my sisters. And I just didn't know even how to breathe, I felt like. And luckily, you were able to be there during that time, and you just gave me uplifting words, but also reassured me. And he's a walking miracle right now. Yes, and that's, is, oh, that's amazing. It's been a year and a half amazing, since that diagnosis. Amazing. He's in remission. That's so great. They told him he had a 98% chance of dying within that year. And but God. He's yeah, God Literally. is really, really able. And yes. he performed a miracle. And we're just so grateful for all of the time that we I'm have had. Too. We are grateful that he's doing so well. The doctors are dumbfounded. Right. So it just shows me that even if things do get to a low point, you always have to have people that are able to lift you up in those moments. Because one day we all will have something that, you know, Mm -hmm. a travesty that happens. One day my dad won't be here. One day I won't be here. And my sisters will need somebody to lift them up. But who do we have and who are we connected to is what really matters. Right, so that's why I'm so glad that we connected on that level. And now we're here today. (laughs) You're about to get me all Right. All right. So let's get into this topic. Okay. A lot of y'all have been, um, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody talks about this every day because everybody's always my man, my man, my man. Like, where is he? God, send me my prayer. (laughs) Like Sierra's prayer. People want to know what that is. So basically today we're going to be talking about like 
finding your man, finding your dream guy and not settling for less. Like dream. what exactly does that mean? So in in your perspective, like what does that mean, not settling for less? If you can give us like uh, if you were to start at the talking stage or like yeah. the what the would that very be? very first moment. Yes. So I think before you can even think about your dream guy, you have to think about who is pursuing you? Mm. I think that God really does put the onus on men to be the first ones to be the leaders of the family, to be the leaders mm -hmm. within the relationship. I think sometimes when women go outside of themselves and they try to force men to do things that mm -hmm. they're not really inclined to do, it starts the relationship off on the wrong foot mm. because you're steadily trying to get the person that's supposed to actually be the leader of your family to get on the yeah, right track. Yeah. So if you always feel like you have to do that, it starts to become an attack on your femininity. Mm. You can't feel like you can rest in your femininity. femininity. You feel like you can't trust this person right. and their judgment right. and how they want to do things because you guys aren't on the same page. Exactly. You can't really trust his masculine role within the mm -hmm. relationship. And I think that there needs to be that balance. I think that we're all socialized right. to, to <laughs> really want to feel like a princess and then a queen. Right. So when you talk about like the, the starting stage, it's like, okay, you know, it's the text messages. Oh my gosh, he's going to text me every day. Yeah. Um, and it's your, your expectations. Right. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's been 24 hours. He hasn't messaged me. Oh, he doesn't like me. Right. You know, and that type. Clear. You know, it, it should, should be, be clear, clear from the beginning. If a man really wants you, I haven't really ever seen where they're just like, Oh boy, I can't wait until she comes over here and <laughs> right, asks right, me right. on a date because I think that she's really attractive. Like right. Most of the time, they're going to make it known if they right. really want to be with you. Mm -hmm. And if it really is the case that they're too shy to ask you out, mm -hmm. is that really the man that you right. want to have in your family to mm -hmm. teach your children this is how you operate right. in life? And a lot of women are sitting here on this like, okay, um, I'm trying to be on my city girl mess I'm trying to be on you know and it's like okay you say you want a husband but you you want a hot girl summer too and it's like those don't really mix if you're it really trying to mix. find yes yeah, like if you're really trying to find who you're trying to find or who you meant to be with right. then it's like okay set your standards you can't say oh everybody's an f-boy everybody's gonna just mess you over and it's like okay yeah your standards tell you, you everything you need to know. What is a hot girl for the girls out so, there? So uh, for the girls out a there, a hot girl is basically someone who is solely like trying to get a man for what he has as far as like his looks, his money, what he can get for them mm -hmm. and trying to have a roster. Trying it's to like, get over on yeah. him before he gets over on her. Right, right, right. And most mindset. women find it's a game now. They're like, oh, I got 10 different guys. I have a guy who pays my rent. I have a guy who pays my car. I have a guy who does this, a guy who takes me out, a guy who buys me a bag. Like, And it's like, okay, but how, how, how are you fulfilled in that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you have what you need at the moment, but it's like, you're left with nothing at the end of the day. Exactly. What happens when that person gets somebody that they really want, somebody yeah. who they really want to bring home, and you're sitting here like, okay, let me just find another person to get on my roster. Is like, is that your life story? And eventually it runs out. Exactly. 
Um, so. That hot girl summer stuff is a young woman's game. <laughs> and when you get out of being a young woman, yep. you really miss your prime sometimes. Exactly. Because we only have a specific biological window to be able to have children. And most people mm-hmm. want to have a family. Most people want to have kids mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. You know, Even if you didn't want to have children, it's like, right. okay, everybody craves someone to love them unconditionally. Right. For the rest you know, of their, for the rest yeah, of their lives. And someone to to continuously support them. So when we're talking about like finding your dream man, it's also you being his dream woman. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, we we talk about like, okay, a man has to has have to have all of these things, but it's like, okay, if you're you can't just bring the table, right. you have to have something to put on it too. Right. So it's like, yeah, women have all these qualities that we're just you know th- that are just in in like just in us mm-hmm. from birth um, type of thing. So. It's like, yeah, we're nurturers. Yeah, we can, we cook, we clean, we do all that stuff. But it's like, okay, am I someone who can hold a conversation with a man? Right. Am I a person who can um, talk to my man about what I like um, yeah. as far as, you know, my sex life, right. my um, emotional, you know what I mean, physical, like everything. Can I trust, can I trust you? And are you... You know what I mean? Are you going to rub my rolls? You know, type of thing. You know what I mean? You want somebody who's going to be there no matter what. So it's like that whole hot girl summer trend is very, like, it's draining. And it's like it's getting old, but it's like if you really want to not settle for less, you Mm -hmm. have to you have to make your if you're going to make those that list of things that you're not going to tolerate. It's like, okay, if I want a man who's going to text me good morning every every day, put Mm -hmm. that on the list. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of women find it very hard that when they get the man or they get the woman Mm -hmm. um when they get together that all that stuff starts dwindling down Mm -hmm. and it's like okay but if you keep those standards he's not going to fall short you know what i'm saying if you just have to keep him on his toes like the whole time because if you don't you're going to get that man who's like oh i got her i don't need to do nothing now and then next thing you know you sit next to somebody who don't shave or something like that you know what i mean like you just never know (laughs) what it could be (laughs) so and hot girl summer can come from a hurt girl space yes i agree i think that there are a lot of women out here that are hurting and they really haven't found a way to let things go Mm. and know that someone could have done something to you and Mm. that doesn't necessarily always have to be something that you hold on to for the rest of your life because you can't change it. You can't change it. You can do the work <laughs> to heal, but right. you can't change it. So right. you going on the rest of your life in a demeanor that is really expressed through pain because mm. you want to hurt somebody else, right. you want to get over on somebody else right. because somebody took advantage of you, mm-hmm. you don't get to experience the full beauty of life right. because you're not going to be able to experience the full beauty of love. You're not exactly. going to be able to have something that's really authentic and mm-hmm. genuine because you're still thinking about the person that hurt you way right. back then that already <laughs> moved on with their life. Right. And they might never give you a apology. Exactly. They so you're just going to have never, to live with something like that. You have to live with it, but you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. Because as soon as you release you that, then you can get your blessings. Literally, yeah. That's what I was going to say. So, But a lot of people in today, like, they're looking at social media, mm-hmm. of course, for their relationship advice. They're like... Mm-hmm. um, 
what's her name? Jada, if you know who Jada is, um, she recently was talking about, um, oh, men do, don't cherish women the way they used to. Mind you, she's like 23, uh, 24. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, is and she's babies? also, yeah, little babies. Um, yeah, okay, baby okay, mom. Okay, it's okay. like, yeah, you know, she's sometimes. Beautiful. She is, she is yeah. really beautiful. But her advice was to say like, oh, you know, men are supposed to, you know, cherish, you know, the ground that you walk yeah. on. But she also is the same person who accepted a, a bag as a gift as a sorry so it's like you know what i mean you're saying this on one end but you're also teaching girls and further and you know younger generations that it's okay to like i'm just gonna receive this gift you know and he's gonna be sorry you know what i'm saying especially after you have a child Mm -hmm. i feel like it's so messy like i feel bad i feel really really bad because i feel like that puts like so many different layers on things it really does but i pray for sis i pray for the man too because Sometimes men are hurting, mm-hmm. and that's why they're out mm-hmm. here hurting people too. Right, and so it will lead you to to just carrying on that pain, to feel, especially for those kids. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're like, okay, so it's like even if you're in the talking stage and you're like, okay, um, I'm setting my standards. Like this is what I want from a man. How would you get him to 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 give you that title? Like if we're going from step one to step two, what is those indicators or like how can you if you were to put it in a plan you know what I mean if you could put it in a plan like I said number one he has to women a lot of women think that they can force but number one he has to be coming to you he needs to pursue you Mm -hmm. you generally see what the cartoons the girls that are chasing Mm -hmm. behind the guys normally look crazy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not (laughs) right 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 that way Mm -hmm. the the girls that are allowing the man to actually come to the realization for his feelings for her Mm -hmm. and then she receives that in her feminine Mm -hmm. generally we see that girl is the antithesis of like beauty Mm, or the embodiment i guess i should say and um and she's able to actually have a good connection with him that can grow so first he needs to he needs to um come after you after that you need to decide what man is going to be the best thing for your life Mm -hmm. who can you see going the distance with and sometimes you can pick up that from vetting that person thoroughly Mm -hmm. so you need to be asking them lots of questions it doesn't need to just be about well what's your favorite color right 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 you know or and a lot of women get confused that where like you're talking to a man you're trying to get to know him and it's like oh how do you feel about um you know war and you say Mm -hmm. what you feel about war and they just mirror your your um your response and then you think they're agreeing with you but they're actually trying to say whatever they need to say to get past wherever they need to go actively listen exactly and that is one of the hardest things for women yes <laughs> i love to talk just like the next woman right because most talk. women we're sitting here worrying about what we're going to ask him after that because it's like okay if we're thinking of all these steps ahead of you then it's like hold on listen to what right. he has to say is he mirroring what you're saying or is he giving a personal experience right. or how and is he answering the question over um don't try to mold what he's saying into what you want right, the response right. to be. Because it's that's like, what don't I you don't you like this? Women. Like, don't you do this? Yeah. Don't you? And they're gonna he be like, be sure. Saying the total opposite. And exactly. We have in our mind, that he said the total opposite of what he said. Right. I feel like most people walk around with at least twenty different unpopular opinions anyway. Yeah. So something you're not gonna you're not gonna agree with everything somebody mm-hmm. thinks or what they say. So that's why I'm like, okay, right. during that time, it's very important that you you actively listen, like you right. said, so that way they're not just mirroring your responses and not being 
being like confrontational with right. it letting that person have their opinion respecting it and mm-hmm. still staying true to your own core values and your own opinion mm-hmm. because i think a lot of times women can go away from their core values mm-hmm. just because they feel like well this is my dream guy right you can't do that because mm-hmm. then you get into a situation where eventually the true mm-hmm. you is going to come out or you're going to resent the situation right right and that person's going to feel like you weren't truthful either right. because you molded yourself into whatever they wanted instead of staying true to yourself right so you have to be able to know what you want number one Mm -hmm. out of a man because after you have your choices of who has come to approach you what type of life do you want what Mm. type of man is going to be able to provide that what type of father is he going to be what type of husband is he going to be what kind of consistency do you see Mm -hmm, from him mm -hmm. what is his timeline does that line up with your timeline and one thing that i was talking with someone about earlier today is sometimes for women we get caught up on one part of what he says but we don't listen to the full Mm, truth exactly so he might have said Oh, I do want to be married someday. Right, that someday be like that someday. You know, in, in 2042, and it's yeah. like, honey, <laughs> it could be 10 years from now. Right, right. Are you in a space to actually be actively dating right. for marriage right now? Could you see that happening right. in the next year or two? So I feel like in the in the vetting process, that those are the important questions you need to ask. Right. And when they respond, it's like one, it's it's a good idea to let them respond first because you know mm-hmm. your answer. Right. You already you know you ask the question you know the answer to your mm-hmm. question so it's like if you if you let them answer then you can kind of see like okay where they're hesitant then it comes into like looking at body language right. and like all those extra things because a lot of people miss those things because they see the glamour they see like oh he just bought me this Don't oh he paid for the, the meal like you know what I mean don't <laughs> yeah. be afraid of the response because <laughs> if you like you know honestly I just took you out because I was gonna get some after you know what I'm saying uh, yeah. like he you just never like, know ah, ah, mom, nope, that's not <laughs> right. your future husband girl exactly and in in this day and age you know we're meeting people online like i met my guy online like i met my guy online you know what i mean so it's like it's (laughs) it's very (laughs) it's very common nowadays to meet people without actually physically meeting them Mm -hmm. so that's your vetting process right there because you Mm -hmm. have to get to the stage of like okay i'm about to meet this man and like okay it's got to be a public place it's got to be this 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 because one you don't want to put yourself in a dangerous situation is he paying attention to what you like too exactly has he made a note of what you're interested right, in and right. did he incorporate that into the uh, date or is he talking about let's go to Jamba Juice or get right coffee? right right and like because not you're trying listening to, get to the draws very quickly. exactly and you yeah. can just tell it's like and it's like holding that conversation it's like if you can sit here and and really talk to a person mm-hmm. then it's like okay we can move on from this stage or you're on to date number two you right. know what i'm saying so you can you can always tell like that's something that women all have we have intuition yeah. and we always know in our gut when something's wrong and he should and be asking certain questions if he really exactly. does like you on that first date or somewhere right. within the time that right before the first date or on that first date and you're looking at body language is he looking at your eyes or he's looking you know what i mean and you want to make sure asking you one important question (laughs) or some variation of exactly so okay what are you looking for right 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 what are you looking for because it's like if you ask them what they're looking for and it's like okay how do i move past this part if we we figured it all out yeah you know what i'm saying say something like 
well, I'm just looking to have a good time and I'm on that's my the hot number girl one, summer. That's the number one. Don't They're like, oh, oh no, what is it? It's like, oh, I'm not looking guys. for anything serious right now. And it's like, no. Girls don't do that either mm-hmm. because girls think that they can use reverse psychology. And I'm telling you right now, it doesn't it work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Especially when they want to get into these situationships that are based on, you know, lust. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I start liking this dude. I'm like, no, I can make him a boyfriend. And you mm-hmm. can't make someone out of something yeah. they don't want to be because they're going to show you just that, you know? Right. And if you start off telling him that you want something that is totally not in line with wanting a relationship and mm-hmm. then you switch, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, most guys are going to put you in a certain category. Right. So you need to start off correct right. if you really want this to be a serious right. relationship. I see so many women that try to use this reverse psychology thing, and it just, you shouldn't have to play those games with a man that's actually serious. Right, because he's going to know. He's going to know. And what's crazy is that a lot of women, it's like you can tell when a guy knows what he wants because he will say it. It will be be obvious. You wouldn't even have to ask the Mm -hmm. question. He should have to ask. Yeah, literally. So you wouldn't even have to ask the question. And a lot of women are like, one even the women who have a man who um, who approaches them correctly and knows what they want, sometimes from past experiences, it could take them a while. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it took my boyfriend, like, I, I said no the first, what, two times that he no, asked me. I'm just like, you know, I'm not, because it's past experiences. Because right. it's like, you say, you, you think that it's like. You were out here on Hot Girl Summer, though. No, but it's just like yeah. that mindset of like, Oh, is he just doing this just cause? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's too fast. Like I feel like, dang, you this just happened. Still, and it's like, but sometimes but when you, you have your past experiences, you don't know if your if your vet is the right one because yeah. you, if especially if you're find yourself repeatedly making the same mistakes, but then you were like, telling him, yeah, and you're number eleven on the roster, or something right? Crazy. Even if he yeah, was, like, I wasn't gonna girl, tell him. No, you weren't. He was not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was never. Girl, yeah, you know, yeah, no, no. We all know you were in love. You, you know, I was, I was a little bit. You yeah, know, <laughs> it, was, it was him. It was him. Definitely. But yes, but he was a perfect lazy. example that I can, you know, find personally because, like, the the my past. I'm like, okay. He's doing all of these things that I've never seen another man do. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, is it too soon? I was like, no, you just met a man who knows what he wants. And right. this is what's happening. And this yeah. is how it feels. And it's like, okay, right. I like this water. Being I'm going to get in. You know that. what I mean? So you're being it's able to trust it. Exactly. It's a vulnerability. So now if you get past, okay, we're boyfriend, we're girlfriend, we're getting, like, well, we're getting wait, close. wait, wait, I was like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm so going too fast. So he asks you what you want. <laughs> yes. You say what you want. He states what he wants. He should be saying, right. like, well, definitely I want a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm a one-woman type of man, some mm-hmm. sort of variation. Within, it shouldn't take you more than 30 days within that initial mm-hmm. dating period. Okay. To me, I feel like if it's going five, six, seven months down the road. He is and never this gonna, man yeah. has not made you his girlfriend. He's never going to commit. It's time mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> Let, I, maybe you like, want the man more than what you actually right, want. And right. you have to keep your goals in right, mind because right. a lot of times we can find ourselves getting off track. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get into a situation where you're 14 years down the line and you're still this man's situationship. Exactly. So, that happened with, um, you know, um, DMX when he passed away his 
quote unquote wife was yeah. never his legal wife not because they were you know together for so long you're right or die but when it comes down to things she was left with nothing because it's like Sis, you deserve more. you know what i mean you deserve more so some women they don't think they deserve more they're like oh no we're together though and it's like you know you have to you have to you need those what do you, you need those titles you need those you know what yeah. i mean and what do you want for your future generations is what exactly, I think about, too. Exactly, exactly. If you wouldn't want your daughter to accept this, mm -hmm. then you don't accept this. Right. Because the more that you continue to go down this path, you're leading your your generations into a cycle of a curse, possibly. Exactly. When you don't set that standard, then they haven't seen that standard. Mm -hmm. Your daughter hasn't seen it. Then maybe your daughter's daughter doesn't right, see right, it. Right, and right. it's so hard to get out of that cycle right. because generally as women we repeat the mistakes and the traumas of our parents exactly if they so hard haven't healed from it because mm -hmm. it shows it's it. a lot of people who walk around knowing that they've never seen a successful marriage yeah and oh everybody just gets divorced or you know i've never mm -hmm. seen oh we were just you know shacking up forever right. you know what i mean so it's like you can't that's again like settling for less because for less. there's enough to go around right. <laughs> you know yeah. so and why don't you deserve to be a wife if this man really doesn't want to give you the honor of you being his wife, mm -hmm. what is it that he's not seeing in you? And do you want to have your self-esteem go through that for right. the rest of your life? Right. You, you really want to believe that he doesn't think that you're worth it? That's, mm -hmm. I mean, you have to think deeply about that. And if right. that man doesn't feel like he, you're worth it, he's not worth it. Yeah, it's like some people also struggle with that, too. They don't know when to cut it off. It's like, as okay. Soon as, as soon as you find out <laughs> right. that that man doesn't feel like you're worth it, it's time mm -hmm. to move forward it's like you kinda, there's a man uh, yeah. that does. Right. I was like, there's a man that, that, there's a man that will all the time. So you have to kind of put yourself on a time frame. It's like, okay, by this time, if he hasn't asked me such and such, um, I'm going to, it's like you don't want to give them an ultimatum, but you do want to kind of require them to ask the question. You they can't sit there and um, make sure that, they're keeping in mind what you want. Like, if they are not up to your standards, then it's it's best for you to kind of cut that off. Right. And they should be telling you all along the way. Mm -hmm. they, it shouldn't be like you've got to pull, 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 pull. The relationship should be moving in the right directions along the way. If you're feeling like you're the only one trying <laughs> to go in that direction, something's not right and maybe we need to address whatever that issue is that's right. not right let's talk about it exactly. don't be afraid to have those conversations people have to be able to be real with each other and really ask those hard questions instead of avoiding it because i think that's what a lot of women do instead they'll just be like well i think and i feel like maybe instead of just being like hey what do you think about marrying right me? and it's like yeah <laughs> and if he really is feeling you mm -hmm. he'll tell you or right. if he might not be there at that point he'll tell you and he'll tell you and ask why exactly you know what is going to make us get to that point is it never going to get to that point is mm -hmm. this just something where you feel like we're having fun within the relationship for a time period until you find the real thing mm -hmm. you know and be able to accept that information and go forward um with what you need to do because if you want marriage and he's not wanting it you gotta go you gotta go so you know i guess that brings us to getting in the relationship have fun i would say throughout the dating right process, right right because it is a fun moment too yeah boyfriend and girlfriendship like once you get the what you guys both want down and you know that you're on the same page 
live in those moments, have fun, like exactly. be able to connect with the person. <laughs> Don't always be so serious. Right, I think right. sometimes we get too much in our head as women exactly. and we're not able to enjoy the moment. So have fun with that person and right. really and just live in the them. moment. So yeah, once you get down the fact that you guys are going in the same direction. Right, Check and you're in, you're as then, one. Exactly. Yeah, have your fun. Um, so, I th- well, so now we've talked about what now? We've talked about the talking stage. We've talked about dating. So what what's that next stage that we're talking about? Engagement? Yeah, we've talked about the talking stage, dating, which means boyfriend and girlfriend. He's actually asked you to be his girlfriend, mm-hmm. not be assumed. Right, right, right. <laughs> Just be like, but I thought we together yeah, and it's no, like no, no. you thought wrong <laughs> right you need the words yeah. <laughs> and then how do we get to the engagement right I think that you know obviously you should give yourself time to get to know that person mm-hmm. talk about the deep concepts and uh, the core values that you have what would you want to see in your future life partner Mm. what type of um, morals and values do you want for your family in the future how do your families uh, come and enmesh how Mm. will you guys parent how will the grandparents be involved Mm. all of those sorts of things right Um, and then from there you need to know as a woman what is your timeline Mm. so if you know that you want to have kids by or start trying to have kids by maybe 28 mm-hmm. and you're 25 at the time maybe your timeline is getting married within a year or two years depending mm-hmm. on how long you want to have with just your husband or if you want right. to start having kids right away right right um and you need to make that timeline clear to him mm-hmm. and then from there ask him if he's in line with that timeline as well so if mm-hmm. your timeline is a year could he see himself getting married to you within that mm-hmm. year? So what are, what about people who um, who don't want to have kids? What do you think that their timeline would go on based on, you know Same what I mean? Thing. So Just like, getting married? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you know that you want to see yourself as a wife by mm-hmm. such and such a date, then you need to make that timeline clear to him. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, and some people's timeline might be five right, years. Right, right, right. You know, so... That's not to say that everybody's timeline is going to be a year, but mm-hmm. if it really is two years or a mm-hmm. year, then you need to definitely make that clear and mm-hmm. let him know. I am not huge on, like, dragging it out. If you really mm-hmm. know that you want to be with that person, then mm-hmm. you should do it if you know that there's some areas where that person's lacking or right. they feel like you're lacking and it's not working out, then you need to be able to mm-hmm. move forward to find right, the right, right. person. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that... If, um, say, for instance, someone who you just met and you're like, I need to get married in a year, you know what I mean? Like, how does that, how would that work? Have you ever seen the ultimatum on, on Netflix? I think you should have to, I mean, like, if you have to give the ultimatum, that means that they mm-hmm. don't want to marry you. No, it's not necessarily. It's like, because if you've ever if seen, like, like you know. Me or what, then it's kind of like. Maybe they don't want to marry you right now. Then, mm, like. but have you? That's what I'm saying. On the show called The Ultimatum on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? It, it's literally people who some of them haven't been together very long. Some of them have been together very long, or been on and off or whatever. And they, they give themselves been together for a year. All of them, I don't. I, don't I figure, that, or no, some of them maybe have known each other, like, and then they like be together. It was so weird. Like some of them who gave each other the ultimatum, they went through the dating part or whatever, dating other people, and they realized that okay, I want to get married to each other. Oh, I think one couple did that. 
another couple he saw other men interested in his girl so he he proposed to her on the spot you know what i mean like the drama filled experiment of mm, it all that makes a person get into that area of Mm -hmm. like saying okay let me propose right takes all that because i'm like can an experiment really really make someone want to get married like you know i think that a lot of them had a lot of issues still going Mm -hmm. on to the marriage Mm -hmm. specifically you probably know who i'm talking about the one where what's her name the The kids that one the one with shanique too oh man if you've never seen the ultimatum you have to watch it because it's it's very interesting for sure because like they some of them yeah some of them didn't like solve their actual issues but when they were in a space where their jealousy got the best of them they're like oh let me marry you right now and And the shanique one and that guy he was constantly irritated with yeah it was it was beginning to be too much so that's why i talk about like when we're talking about settling for less and like getting to finding your dream man it's like you have shows that come out like this and love is blind and all that stuff like that because people are so eager to get married but it's like they kind of dismiss all the the leading up that needs to happen you have to be on the same page right if you feel like you need to give this person an ultimatum and mm-hmm. they don't want to give you an ultimatum mm. so to speak so mm-hmm. you're wanting to get married to them they're not ready you guys are not on the same page right right and i think that unless you are okay with this person dragging you out the possibility of them dragging you out until the cows come home right then you need to make a decision on give yourself a date if this isn't at a point where he feels like he wants to, you know, marry me by three months from now, let's say, mm-hmm. then it's time for me to move forward. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's painful. Yeah, it's painful. It's real because there's people out there that are ready to get married to you right. and you will actually right. align with. And sometimes we can take so much time just being like well he's not ready but i'm right right and then they sit there being sick you know person they're waiting it out because they don't want to get married to you sis (laughs) that's really yeah because if you're you're not compatible and it's like when i'm telling you i'm uh, the thing is it's like um when a man it's different because people look for the man to do the important questions which we do because who's getting on a need to ask a man to marry them you You know (laughs) right you can't be afraid of the answer because it's like a man knows exactly what he wants like if you will know and he sometimes it's okay to let the man lead the relationship Mm -hmm. because in the end you are letting him lead because you're not about to get on your knee Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like (laughs) i want to get married but i just don't see that anytime soon mm-hmm. someday if he's giving you that response right and you're then you follow up with like could you see yourself getting married in a year or two because right. that's what i see and i want to get married right to you, and right this is why i feel like mm-hmm. us coming together in a union would be right. a good thing and then you have to remember that active listening because sometimes mm-hmm. if you do say that too early on in the relationship they're just going to mirror what you say just so they can just wait it out some some people will action you know is what everything. i mean yeah action is everything so they would that's show why, you in, in that yeah. time they have to definitely be taking active steps mm-hmm. and saying they're also you can ask these questions multiple times right right those questions shouldn't have a great varying in response right. throughout the relationship mm-hmm. and just so y'all know like she when you say asking questions over and over don't make it seem like you're trying to convince them to change their Not answer they've day. yeah if they've given you if they an give answer, you a good answer <laughs> then, then okay 
revisit it three right. months later again. Hey, mm-hmm. are we still on the same page? Are you still right? Just to, to make sure you would. I feel like you would know. Like if you, because most times it will naturally come up in conversation yeah. because of what's around us and anyway. And they'll feel so open to answer it. Too. Exactly. If so if they're hesitant like or you know, where they're like. Um, I don't know. Like, I really right. don't think... Then they're probably not the person know. for you, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you, like, you, you just have got to be able to listen to what people are saying. I think that also a lot of people do, as women, we think that we have to go with the flow of things. Mm-hmm. I'm just going with the flow. I'm the cool girl. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> I just want to do whatever, you know, you want to do, and it's no big deal. And, you know, girls that do that, for one, a lot of them never get to a relationship because mm. they don't make it a mandatory right, requirement right. for them to have that title mm. in order for them to give certain benefits mm. of themselves. Agreed. And then you still have to continue that when you get into the relationship. Right. It is a requirement to marry me if you want to have children. Exactly. A lot of people, that's when, when you go back to those standards... They're not making it. If you don't want to have children, it's a requirement. If you want this type of loyalty from Mm -hmm. me, if you want everything from me and what I have to offer as a woman, if you want me to be living with you, I have to be your wife. Mm. I'm not strained from my core (laughs) value. I don't care if you're Bill Gates. And that's where a lot of girls really have a struggle as Mm -hmm. they think, well, especially when it's a high-value guy, Mm -hmm. that's like a... Right, that's the trend, yeah. They will let their standards wean. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these high-value men out here know that a girl is going to lean back on her standards. Right, for them just because of how they are. they are at a certain mm-hmm. st- uh, status in life. And that's where you end up getting played and you end up letting a lot go on that you really don't want for yourself. Right, and right. And you don't end up having the results that are going to be fulfilling. Right. So, I think that you have to let what you want be known. Mm-hmm. Don't be the girl that's trying to act like, well, I'm just going to go with the flow. It doesn't matter <laughs> right. to me because it does matter to you. Exactly. And it comes off manipulative when you don't tell that person what you actually want. Mm-hmm. And they can feel that energy of, she's just saying this so I can like her more. Right, right. When you actually are able to stand in confidence on what you want and what you want for your life, men will respect that. Mm-hmm. Because either they're going to get with the program and allow you to hitch your wagon to theirs, right. or they're going to say, I'm not man enough right now to be in this position. Mm-hmm. And it will save you time. Right. But you've got to be strong as a woman yes. and what you really want don't be afraid to say what you want because that's how you're going to get your (laughs) wants in life left behind if you want your dream life you've got to be able to profess it because if you don't it's just it's it's just going to ruin your your vision of what you want in your life there's plenty of women Mm -hmm. that have gone with the flow and they have sat in 30 year cohabitations have had eight grandchildren right now, the children is the children and, for me. <laughs> and they have no nothing nothing concrete to show for, right you know right and and what type of example has that set for mm-hmm. their family and the future generations they're gonna it think that that's shows, okay to keep well, just doing it went with whatever so right I'm go with we're whatever, not in those olden days to where do. you just jump a broom yeah. <laughs> and it's like okay and how does that make- <laughs> Then look at grandpa that hasn't, you know, stood up and been a man and, and professed that he wants this person to have 
their his legacy legitimately exactly and for me it's about legacy mm-hmm. for me it's about family building mm-hmm. for me it's about love mm-hmm. and for me it's about coming together and being within the institution that god created and yes agree make a better society because of that and community right so, and that all starts with like having your standards and you know making sticking sure to sticking them. to them because as soon as you lean off, it's over for you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know any married woman that didn't make it clear that that's what she wanted. Exactly. Was to be married, and she didn't make it known in what time frame exactly. she wanted that to happen. Because yes. if you say, well, it could be whatever, I don't care, but 10 years from now, he's going to take 10 years to the second. <laughs> so, so, yes. But I that's always true, but just. You don't want to let people think that you're not firm in what you actually right. want. When right. they think that you're kind of mobile in what you mm-hmm. want, then they normally will utilize that. You give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah, sometimes. three. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to definitely use it. On it. They'll be like, okay, my woman knows what she right. wants. Let me make sure I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> right one to get in line and lead this family. Right, and know? it's like you have to be better than that. You can yeah. be, you know. So and it gives them a different pride too. Right, like, right. Wow, my woman, I know for my man, he was like, that makes me feel so. It good makes them feel good. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel. It good. makes me feel like I'm doing the right things in life, and that somebody actually does mm-hmm. believe in me enough to right. want to go into something so serious mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. So we've got to. I think sometimes when we don't give men the opportunity to really step and to be fully within their manhood Mm -hmm. we rob them of the opportunity of being as great as they could be not just good men but great men right so we've got to keep in mind that we need to build them up speak life into them and if we really are able to do that then we should be able to trust them to yes be within that certain position of our life Yes, I definitely agree. And so, you know, for people who are out there listening, if you want to find your man, if you want to not settle for less, you do just that, not settle for less. So we want to make sure that that part is really that that token in there. You cannot waver. You cannot waver. You better stand strong. Stand up. Right, like stand, up. stand up. Stand up. <laughs> for real. And that's going to create a strong family. Yes, that's I agree. That's going to create a strong family. Of course. So have several seats. Okay, so now um, we're going to go into our segments. This is a segment I like to call this first one, have several seats. Basically, this is the time, right, have several seats, sit down. (laughs) This is the time where you can tell us about a time um, recently, this week, um, you know, whatever whatever happened during your time that you didn't agree with. It can be a TV show you didn't like the ending of, um, someone who just got on your nerves, somebody who skipped you in line, cut you off, who knows, um, or whatever's happening in the world, like, um, you can give us that, that have several seats, like, so you can go ahead. Okay, well, this week, Um, I actually had someone come to my job Hmm. and I had on my ring. I let you know that (laughs) I'm pre-engaged right now. I'm still like making a final decision on what wedding band I want. Hey, I got to wear that ring. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I like the one that I have, but I'm just like trying to make sure. Yes, yes. the real, the real ring is really, really, really going to be in my style every single day. But yes. anyway, the lady was saying that, oh, no, you shouldn't get married. I see that ring on your finger. You need to stay single until you're 40. What? So that you can enjoy all of the 
um, attributes of being single and being with different men. And That's weird. Fun. What? Are you done with that? Like, <laughs> and this lady had to have been in her 80s. And oh, I just wow. think that there are so many older women in society sometimes where instead of giving the younger women the gift of wisdom and the gift of how can we be better women? How can we really stand in our femininity? Sometimes they get into this bitter and jealous place mm, and they instead want women to waste their youth, yeah. waste their prime. And that doesn't lead you to the fulfilling things that come with being a woman. Right. If I was to waste all of that time, then I get to my 40s and I get to a space where I have let go of all of the people that really did genuinely love me, that really did want to create a life with me. Mm -hmm. I've let go of the prospect of, for me, I want to have a family. Mm -hmm. I've let go of the prospect of having somebody there if I do get diagnosed with something mm. terminal or if I just want to have a fun time on a fun right, right, right. Dad, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, I think sometimes we really have to let go even as more mature women mm. of the hurts that we've had that we've encountered and mm. allow younger women to learn from that because she could have given me a word on this is how I've made a mistake mm. in my life have you thought about avoiding this and that so mm. that you can have a successful marriage? Because I made these mistakes. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I've made mistakes in my life. Every woman has made mistakes in my life. But I'm not going to tell the next woman, well, all men are trash and you just mm. need to be alone because I know that leads to a bitter life. Right. And I know for her, she told me after we continued to have a conversation that she never found the right guy. Mm. So she doesn't know what it would take to find the right guy. So instead she, of like, wasted all that time. only harping on the negativity, <laughs> she in all of these years still haven't, hasn't taken the time to look inside herself and say, what was it in me that made me choose these people that were not good for me mm. what was it within them or within the relationship that made it not work so i can actually be a blessing to someone mm. instead of bringing more negativity into mm. the world and creating a cycle of dysfunction mm. because what is it going to do if i go out here and date a whole bunch of people which in a lot of people's frame of mind that means right have sex right with multiple people right and mentally make myself sick because i'm creating all of these different bonds with people that don't mean anything to me mm. and i never have that close intimacy that we all crave right. as humans so i think that that situation definitely <laughs> deserves several seats <laughs> No, I said, and I, I really had to be like, you know, my man is a great man. I'm not going to speak ill, you know, uh, features over my future marriage. Mm -hmm. He's very competent. I mm -hmm. believe in him. I trust him. And we are going to have a great union in spite of whatever other people have to say because mm. it comes down to two people being able to make it work and if we're always focused on the negativities a lot of people always talk about well 50 percent of people get right. uh divorce well there's what how many 70 percent of businesses that start in the first year don't end up becoming long-lasting businesses mm -hmm. there's so many bankruptcies right, bankruptcies right. that happen right there's so many different things 
people don't finish college, you know, what, there's 60% of people that don't finish college that start off to finish college. Mm -hmm. But if you go by those statistics, you're never going to succeed at anything in life because it comes down to you and the people that you go in these ventures with willing to say, I am going to be the one that succeeds. Mm -hmm. And if you keep that mindset going, you might be the one that succeeds. But if you start from the beginning looking at things like, well, it's never going to work out. They say 60% of these graduates never graduate school, so I better give up now. And you don't put in the work, it's never going to work. If you say, well, I I better not start this business. I better not start this podcast because there's so many other podcasts that failed. It's never going to work. You can't look at all these statistics Mm -hmm. and say, this is what you'll be sitting there drowning you'll you'll sit there drowning Mm -hmm. yeah you know you you can't let people be dream killers and you have to know that you can be great Mm -hmm. if you set your mind to something you can be great you can have great things you don't have to accept less you don't have to subscribe to anybody else's ideals Mm -hmm. on what they think is a great life which you know in your heart of hearts is not right which you know God has not told you is the right path to be on. Mm-hmm. You have to, again, it comes back to staying true to your core values mm-hmm. and knowing what your what God has told you your life is going to be, what mm-hmm. you envision for your life based on what the Bible has told you is correct, but also your intuition will also say, you can even go to your intuition and say, mm-hmm. like, man, this does not feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, does it feel right for me to just bounce from men to Right, right. To it's like, um... Like that, that literally makes zero sense. Right. It makes zero sense. So, you know, I just want women to heal themselves mm-hmm. because it really is a sisterhood that I think that needs to be stronger within the community to uplift one another mm-hmm. instead of always trying to spew out negative um, information that doesn't end up being helpful for anybody. Right. That's all I have to say about that. Well, I'm going to take a slight turn of my have several seats moment because, um, I don't know, a lot of, um, well, one, everybody's heard of um, the shooting that happened in Texas. Um, So um, from what I could hear, it was about, it was at least 19 or 20 kids that were um, shot and killed Mm -hmm. by the 18-year-old. And a lot of what I was hearing was that there were police that was on the scene that waited like 40 minutes to interfere um, with the gunmen. There was um, a police officer Mm -hmm. who actually went inside and got his children and came out. Mm. Um, And it was just... It was so much right then because it's like everybody talks about like, you know, oh, we don't want like gun control and all that stuff. But it's like this keeps happening. And it's like it gets to a point like what else will it take? Like how many kids have to die before y'all were to do something about it? So it's like it's heartbreaking because this is like the second shooting or even it's been over it's been so many mass shootings just in 2022 alone and the year isn't even over yet so being that it was so easy for him um they they took interviews his parents didn't didn't even know that um he he bought 
he had guns with him that he bought them like on his 18th birthday or something like uh, of that sorts. He actually killed his grandmother before going to the school. And it's just a tragedy. And like when you sit there and see all these parents um, talking about, see, that's why we need a gun. That's why we need this. That's why we need that. It's like, okay, what are you going to do when your kid is fed up or quote unquote bullied um, and wants to go in your safe and grab what you got and then use it at school? So it's like, it's it's easier. You can go get a you can go get a gun on a state ID when you're 18. You know, so it's like people don't want to give up their guns, but people aren't going to take the precautions they need in their in their homes to keep it away from their children. And you're so saying that the police didn't like that seems so unreal. Like it's unreal. Say, it's unreal. I don't understand if there are guns here for protection why didn't the police go in there like i don't understand i have i have just as many questions as you do because the story one um when y'all see this obviously y'all will see more of the story unfolding Mm -hmm. but as of recently this is what i've been getting from just articles i've been reading online Mm -hmm. but police were on the scene and they're they stopped civilians from going inside So I guess they could assess the situation. Um, You know, obviously people can correct me if I'm wrong, but they they waited 40 minutes before they interfered. So he had almost an hour of doing whatever he wanted to do inside of there before, um, you know, before the police ended his life. I believe what you're saying. I haven't looked into it. I Mm -hmm. believe what you're saying. I just like it literally doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I think that there are situations that could come about where a person would need, I don't have a gun, Mm -hmm. but I have situations that have come about where I know men in my family have guns. Right, right. And they It's hard to be completely against it, you know? Just because there's been certain things that could go down. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if you're really a man here to protect, mm-hmm. why I don't understand the lack of bravery mm-hmm. in that situation to make sure that those kids are protected. It's just that it was so many. There's so many different aspects of this story that's still like developing yeah. that people don't understand. It just reminds you of every school shooting of like, okay, who was there to protect the kids? Um, why weren't the police properly trained? Even the police officer who quote on who who went inside yeah. to get his children and came out, as which it was just too much. Society, like we were talking about before, mm-hmm. I think good men need to step up because a part of your role is to be self-sacrificing mm-hmm. in pursuit of being uh, protective. Of right, the but even not just then, men. There's also you know women police officers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just that police officers in, in general. It's like they they scream defund the police, and that's not really my campaign. It's just that it's not a matter of defunding them. It's a matter of training them and like making sure there's a proper, like uh, there's just the proper role that they step into. And there's self-sacrifice that comes from women as well. Mm -hmm. We're here to protect children and even risk our lives to bring children Mm -hmm. into the world. Mm -hmm. And and if there's no guy around, I mean like, First men are the first line, and then we're the second line. The teachers, I'm sure, will rally right. So the there was in two uh, two of the teachers um, were also killed in that yeah. in that journey. So it's it's really heartbreaking because it's like every time there's a situation like this, everybody cries. 
there's no doubt in that. And then people get mad at like, oh, the president does this, but it's like he 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 doesn't have much control past Congress, you know, who has to to go into these things. This is not a political podcast or anything like that. Um, but I just want people to know that you know they say, oh, it's it's because of this person, but it's like there's a lot of different things that go into making these laws and a lot of people want to hold on to their power and they won't and things like this happen and then everybody's sad about it i personally think that if um you know i don't know if it ever would happen but if so if your son daughter whatever goes into a school and um shoots or whatever i think the parents of that individual whoever they whoever whoever their caregivers were should be held accountable for the same charge that they did because if they a lot of the stories are oh they went to go get a gun out of their their um their safe or whatever it is i feel like if more parents are held accountable for the actions of their children then maybe they you know, you can have your gun at home and you can still be, okay, let me be more mindful of what's in my home because I know that I can go down too if anything were to happen. Because at this yeah, point, mindful of not you know, a psychopath. I'm but sorry, but it's not, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't agree completely with that only because, say that psychopaths but only have because, but you can't say that people don't have their own choices. Like you they can raise a child, you can raise a child as much as you want, but, but you know. A lot of those psychopaths have bad mother issues and they have bad family issues. But it still goes back to it's their person and their choices, yeah. though. So it's like you can be raised by the worst of the worst and come out an angel, and then the same way can go the other way around. That's true. Even this gunman, he was raised by his grandmother. He wasn't raised by his parents. His parents had no idea. He he killed his grandmother and then went in there and killed the kids. So it's just like you can't really blame a parent's upbringing because they weren't on their on their saying he was crazy and he was on them. Safe, well, I'm not sure where he he went to go buy the the Texas shooting. I know that he went to go buy it out of a store, but um, because it was easy and he was 18, it's legal. So um, I'm just saying, for instance, in those situations where people do have the gun at home and they're their kids are easily able to access them or they figure out a way to access them because sometimes they think that, oh, it's locked or it's this, you know? The, like, gun shop that they go to then if they go and get Honestly, the Honestly, if they, that's what a lot of people, that's what the conversation is. It's like making regulations to, like, how quickly or how easily you can get a gun, background checks, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way you're going to get AR-15 and you're going hunting and yeah, there's no woods around. Person. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes no sense. So um, that whole situation, there's a lot of people in that situation that can have several seats. But um, I definitely want to, to bring attention to that because it's something that's going to be, you know, it's, the it's, it's all these families. Like, it's going to be happening for the next few months, like, talking about it. So. I just cannot believe that men stood around while children were getting murdered, or police officers, mm -hmm. I should say. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand 40 minutes. It's like heartbreaking. It, I, I just feel like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. So it's like I'm sure that when they do release, like, the video footage of what actually happened, if they ever do, if we ever see it or if it's leaked or however, we would see. But there's really no excuse because he should have. It starts to make me feel uneasy. Like, that's right, how much right. it doesn't make sense that 40 minutes went by. 40 minutes. And when you hear the, if you've seen any of the articles or any of the, um, 
the interviews that some of the kids actually did an interview um, who survived it. Um, it didn't show their face or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But when you hear them talk about it, they talk about it as if they were playing a video game. They were like, oh, yeah, he was shooting him, and the police came in, and he shot him. And I'm just like, yeah, they're talking about this, but this is a very traumatizing experience for yeah, those I kids. I say, it's probably just a trauma response. You know? To make it, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's unfathomable. And I can't. I just can't stress enough at how important it is to to parents and to not even just parents, just people who who know they have children in their family. Like people like to blame it on, on mental health and bullying, and it's like this case was uh, different because everybody has that stereotype stereotype that um, the white kid who's bullied goes and shoots up everybody because he's bullied and he's sad and, and all of I this. I think it's evilness. Right. Uh, it's because there's plenty of people that have been bullied. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people that have dealt with racism mm -hmm. in our community. Like, my grandparents grew up mm -hmm. in Mississippi. Like, they seen people getting freaking hung and they never went mm -hmm. and shot up a school. So, it's, it's I don't know. I think that the, the media is pinning it on that, but the difference is in this case that I've seen is that the parents aren't saying oh he was sick and he was that they just as shocked as everyone else and they uh the father I believe um actually said that if he um if he knew that his son was buying gifts he would alert the author uh, authorities but it's like I don't think that they he was living with them at the time and it is what it is but it's just it's heartbreaking because it could have lasted longer so who knows but that situation, uh, I definitely, I definitely want to bring into this have several seats because it is, it's, it's a tragedy that didn't have to happen. Mm -hmm. about to eat it? Okay, to bring it to a lighter mood, um, we're gonna get into this next segment called "Where We About to Eat At." <laughs> so it's basically where um, you tell us about something you made, something you ate. Um, somewhere you went, um, those hot spots or anything um, food related that you want to give a shout out and, you know, tell us where, where you ate at. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell you if it really lived up to the title. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my man, we went to Better Than Sex in Orlando. And it definitely didn't disappoint. Mm, so wait, what is that? What say. is that, though? Um, so it's basically a dessert restaurant. Ooh, very sexy. not chocolate on my chocolate. Um, <laughs> they say less talking, more kissing. Mmm. Okay, so it's like a sex very theme, sultry. seductive type. Yeah. Okay. And normally you'll probably like share your um, desserts. They okay. Have really good drinks. Mm. I got the doubled stuff. DP. What is that? What is that? <laughs> DP. That's so funny. What did you get though? Okay, like what? It, what was yeah, it though? Sorry, that's a um, but it had like I, it was like a cheesecake um, cake mixed mm, okay thing. Mm. and it was super good it had vanilla ice cream and mm. it had a white chocolate with milk chocolate okay and, okay like, varnish on it mm. and um, was super delicious we had so many good talks mm. of course like you'll laugh at the different yeah, yeah, yeah. that are on the yeah. menu because it, it's just so like over the top mm. um when we left the restaurant we told the waiter that it was our first time going mm. there and they were like "Ooh, you're not a virgin anymore <laughs> that's um, funny that's so, cute yeah it was a very cute it's like okay marketing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. We had a fabulous time the service was amazing and the um, restaurant itself was beautiful ambiance, mm. beautiful ambiance, kind of a little dim setting, yeah, yeah. cozy if you're trying to okay. spark okay. a little bit of a spark, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, so I think you 
guys that's enjoy nice. it. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Well, mine is definitely, um, I don't know if y'all been in Lakeland. Um, I love going to Gaskins. If you don't know what Gaskins is, they started in Winter Haven. Um, but it's literally barbecue and lobster rolls. A weird mix, but like it's really good. I actually used to work there. I won't work there ever again, but the food is great. Um, <laughs> they have like, um, their lobster rolls are really, really good. That's actually the first time I had a lobster roll. It's usually like on a brioche bun. You can like, they mix it with different things. And then um, the... My boyfriend always has, like, their ribs. They have really great sides. They have, like, salted marshmallow, uh, sweet potato fries, um, their mac and cheese, banana pudding. Like, they have really good choices. It's really, like, it really be bomb. Like, it really is good. I ain't working out no more. Y'all crazy. But it, y'all, got, y'all got some good food. <laughs> I'll give you that. But, yeah, they – um. Yeah, right. It's like, shout out, shout out. So if you're ever in Lakeland, you got to hit up Gaskins. It's definitely one of, uh, a really good hot spot to eat. Step on these next, sis. Okay, now this last segment we're going to do is called Step on These Nexus. <laughs> yes, I love the ad lib. <laughs> Not the step. But yes, it's where you give someone their flowers. It is a time to tell us about somebody you look up to, somebody who's um, who's just been doing great things lately, somebody who has um, done something to impress you lately. So, um, you know, whoever that may be. So go ahead. Um, so, you know, I have to give the queen tens where the tens are due <laughs> to my little sister Valina Green. Aww. She just graduated with honors. Oh yes, from ma'am. The honors yes, ma'am. At University of Illinois. Oh yes. In Springfield. <laughs> yes. Congrats. Oh, that's so good. Oh wow. She's going. She's going her right back. Okay. Business administration. She's yes. in her career. Yes. I am just over the moon proud of her. Oh, yeah. She has really been able to persevere through so many different things that we went through mm. this year with uh, our family's health. And through it all, she mm. continued to go with wow. honors, to seek out opportunities and mm. internships. And now she's in her career. And she's going to be in school. I'm like, I can't be <laughs> Oh, well, congrats to her. Um, yes. Over the moon for her. I can't wait to see what what she does in the future Mm -hmm. and i think as older siblings at least for me i always hope and pray for my siblings that are younger than i to do better than even i did i literally literally everybody for that for my little (laughs) sister you know yes so love you babies yes step on these necks better So, and that's so funny because you mentioned graduation because, you know, my brother, my little brother, he stepped on these necks. He stepped on these these boys' necks. (laughs) But um, he graduated from um, fifth grade, so he's going to middle school. And first of all, it's like low key. It's like I'm terrified for him, and I shouldn't be, uh, only because he's very like in a cocoon like he's very to himself he only speak to his cousins his, we have a family where your cousins are your friends he's a great kid right right i'm saying like you know day to day like you know what i mean he's going to middle school so now he has like electives and all these things that he he gets to really get into what he thinks he's gonna do when he gets to high school and stuff like that so and he's already very like I don't know. He's very to himself, and he relies on his cousins being his friends. So I'm hoping that it gets him to break out of his shell a little bit. But, you know, Isaac, I want to shout out Isaac Gully, you know. And my brother has a, you know, he has a very – he has a – I don't know what it it even is called, but he just has this this feeling in his heart that he needs to – 
create. Like he, I like, I was like, you know, you probably could get to robotics or something like that. Like he, all he does is play the game, but in that there's so much you can do. When I ask him questions, I'm like, okay, if you like to play a game, all right, you have to go to college first of all, because if if you want to, you can you can learn to make games, you can do coding, you could do. There's so much in the game system. And one, gaming is a billion dollar business. First of all, let's start there. So you know, I'm getting him started with his YouTube. So when y'all see his YouTube popping, y'all y'all will know that's my little brother. So um, because he wants to start doing that, so I feel like that'll help him break out of his shell a bit more. But yeah, he got graduated from the fifth grade and you know I'm so excited for him he's gonna do great just already claimed that sis yes amazing I'm excited for him congratulations thank you yes thank you guys for joining us for another episode of and that's on what the podcast with your girl Alicia Waja aka queen of dark skin baddies and you can follow me on Instagram Twitter YouTube and TikTok at and that's on what Pod, and also follow me on Patreon for exclusive content um, at ATOW Pod, where you can get behind the scenes, extra videos, all that jazz, and you can become a top ten member and get some merch too. It gets and, juicy, <laughs> right? Get juicy on here, <laughs> and um, you can go ahead and give a, a have the people know where they can find you or follow you. You can find me on Facebook. My name is Avana V is in uh, A V is in Victor O N A last name Green G R E E N E, and you can also find me on Snapchat. I do little updates about my life on there. Tell you. About about my traveling and my everyday life. You can find me on there at Avana number one, A-V as in Victor, O-N-A number one. And um, I can't wait to see you guys on there. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) And we want to thank you for hanging out with me. um, And we're having a good old time. (laughs) So we're going to see you guys next time each every week. Follow us on Patreon again if you want that exclusive content at ATOW Pod. And that's on what? Not settling for less, ladies.